Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing swell. Yes, sir. All right. A woman got laid out, knocked out as cops in wedding guests clashed in a chaotic dockside brawl. Okay. Several members of a wedding party were recently arrested after an intense brawl with police officers in Newport, Rhode Island. The scuffle took place last Sunday after one of the um, individuals involved was denied entry into a landing restaurant, a dockside seafood establishment, and local bar. After the individual was asked to leave and refused, police were called to the scene. Security staff at the restaurant told authorities that the man refused to leave and shoved one of the employees after being denied entry, according to the news sources. Identified as David Onik, the man at the center of the dispute also reportedly attempted to punch one of the employees before he was restrained. A police report outlined by the news sources said Mr. Onik was taken away by his friends, but his wife, Rachel Onik, intervened and became uncooperative when police attempted to speak with them. Police reportedly attempted to walk the wife away from the situation when she was tripped and fell backwards. The officer was then surrounded by people who attempted to intervene despite being told to stand back, according to police. Footage from the incident showed a handful of officers scuffling with members of the wedding party while attempting to defuse the situation. One woman, who was shown in the clip and later identified as Alexandra Flattery, allegedly kicked one of the officers in the groin area, which prompted a direct response from police to subdue her, police said in the report. The officer who took action against Miss Flattery was then hit in the face by a man identified as Robert Nash. All right. So Miss Flattery was hit in the face by a man identified as Robert Nash. While attempted to place Nash in handcuffs, the report noted that one of the suspects attempted to grab another officer's gun, to which the officers threw a punch and struck Rachel Onik in the jaw knocked her unconscious. Police said Rachel Onik recovered shortly after and was placed under arrest. She was taken to the hospital and she was treated for injuries to her jaw, head, and elbow. Oh my God, somebody, one of the officers had kidnapped her jaw, you know, laced her jaw with that fentanyl. You see what I'm saying? She was numb. She couldn't even feel nothing. Mm. Six people were reportedly charged following the incident. According to news sources, Nash and Flattery were both charged with assault of a police officer and other officials, simple assault or battery, resisting arrest, obstructing office in the execution of duty, and disorderly conduct. Olivia Castillo, another individual involved in this clash, was charged with simple assault or battery, resisting arrest, obstructing office in the execution of duty and disorderly conduct. Rachel Onik faced the same charges 
except she was charged with two counts of simple assault or battery. David Onik was charged with disorderly conduct, while Kylie Swain, another suspect at the scene, was charged with simple assault and disorderly conduct. Five of the six individuals charged appeared in court on Wednesday. The Onik couple, according to news sources, both entered a not guilty plea. Their bail was set. Their bail was set to a thousand dollars. Okay, so Flattery and Nash did not enter pleas because their cases are reportedly being moved to Superior Court. Their bail was also set at $1,000. Olivia Castillo pleaded not guilty with her bail also being set as at $1,000. Swain has not yet appeared in court. All right? It was a big old brawl. And Rachel Onik... Yeah, she got her jaw laced up. You know what I'm saying? Police officer went, clack. You know what I'm saying? Cracked the jaw piece. I'm a big advocate of knocking people, hitting people in their jaw piece. I'm a big advocate of that. I'm not going to explain to you how I do it because it's none of your business. All you need to know is I'm going to aim for your jaw piece, your line. As soon as you let it open, and if you don't have no experience in boxing, I have an up advantage on you because I do practice boxing a lot. You know what I'm saying? I coordinate, and plus I watch a lot of boxing. I Sometimes I watch the same boxing clips over and over and over and over again, and then I practice it and practice it and practice it. And, you know, the hardest thing is I can't practice it on somebody because that's, you know, assault. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I have to actually go to a boxing gym and practice my moves and my techniques and my strategy, my strategics and stuff like that. But all in all, when I do get into a fight, I will aim for your jaw, all right? If I can't catch your jaw, I'm going to hurt you in some fashion or some way and stuff. Some people like to wrestle. I'm not a wrestler. I'm more of a boxer. Um, hence, that's why I call myself Box Benji. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving with some more chibachery news, all right? All right, a real estate agent found murdered after a suspicious phone activity. All right, Melissa Mooney, 31 years old, all right? So the family of a 31-year-old estate agent found a real estate agent or a estate agent found dead in her Los Angeles apartment suspected something was very awry when their iPhone messages to her suddenly turned green, indicating that they hadn't been received. Melissa Mooney's family had been unable to reach her since last Thursday. When they contacted police, her younger sister Jordan or Jordan Pauline told news sources on Friday a group of her friends were in her apartment, Pauline stated. Her friends left, but she was still there. After Mooney's, after Mooney's family contacted police and lost, a Los Angeles Police Department officer was sent to her residence on South Figueroa Street on Sunday. The officer left a card on the door when no one answered. They didn't go in. They just left a card. Uh, Miss Yeah, they just left a card. Miss Pauline stated, "When we went to go check on her, the card was still there." That day, according to Mooney's bereaved sister, text messages that had been unreceived suddenly turned blue and delivered. Her phone got alerted that it was on and her text messages were delivering. 
It was whoever had her belongings was trying to sell them and had access, Pauline said. That gave us hope. That gave us hope. We were thinking she was okay when the messages were delivering. Right? Her phone got alerted that it was on and her text messages were delivering. It was whoever had her belongings was trying to sell them and had access, Pauline said. That gave us hope. We were thinking she was okay when the messages were delivering. Police didn't return until the following Tuesday. The building's maintenance department let them into the flooded apartment where Mooney was found dead around 4 p.m., Pauline said. Though it was unclear how the apartment was flooded, if this case unravels, I'm sure things are going to come out, Pauline told news sources. Los Angeles Police Detective David Marcinic told news sources that Mooney's death is being investigated as a homicide, but that the Los Angeles medical examiner has yet to determine her cause of death. He declined to share specifics regarding Mooney's injuries or whether a suspect had been identified at press time. Pauline described Mooney as the most amazing girl ever. She loved to cook. She was very nice, very sweet, genuine person, she said on Friday. She was asked a stranger. She would ask a stranger how their day was going. Just a very sweet, open-hearted person. She was very funny, very goofy. She could make a whole room laugh and smart. She was a smart person. Although she dabbled in freelance modeling, Mooney primarily worked as a real estate agent with Nest Seekers International. All right. She was showing million dollar homes and was in the process of closing a few, Pauline stated. In an Instagram post featuring the hashtag justice for Melissa, Pauline pleaded for answers and mourned her beloved older sister. Never in a million years did I think I'd have to make this post and get justice for my one and only sister. My heart is crushed. I can't believe you won't be here with us anymore. She wrote, this is so sick. I can't believe my big baby sister is gone. We will get justice for you, my sister. I promise you. We, I promise you, uh, you won't be gone in vain. All right? I don't know why I freeze right there. Residents of the psych at Bunker Hill Apartments Complex were shaken by the grim discovery. It is scary. Miss uh, Christine Verdine told news sources, I'm just right down the hall. Uh, they said there was a get-together at her apartment. That's one piece that got stuck in my head right there. So she had like a get-together at her apartment and she was still there. All right? Like, this part right here. that I read it two times, too. Melissa Mooney's family had been unable to reach her since Thursday when they contacted police. Her younger sister, Jordine Pauline, told news sources on Friday a group of friends were in her apartment. Pauline said her friends left, but she was still there. That's one right there. So the police are investigating this as a homicide. So we're probably going to get updates on this later. All right. See what the hell is going on. See what happened to Melissa Mooney. All right. She's super young. I'm looking at a photo. She look, you know, 
exquisitely pretty. She's beautiful. Uh, so we got to figure out, do she got a boyfriend, stuff like that. Uh, she's a black girl, too. Uh, all right, the detective David Marcinic, you know, Los Angeles police detective David Marcinic, he's the lead investigator. Uh, the death is being investigated as a homicide, but the Los Angeles medical examiner has yet to determine her cause of death. He declined to share specifics regarding Moody's injuries or whether a suspect had been identified at the press time. So we're probably going to get updates to see what's really going on. Uh, they posted the story. Uh, justice for Miss Mooney, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep it moving. Let's see what else is going in this world. All right, you know it's the weekend. It's Sunday. There's a lot of nonsense that's be going on in, like, parties and house parties. This happened every weekend. That's why I always report it, because I want you people to be aware of your surroundings when you decide to go out on the weekends. Houston, all right, a drive-by shooting, police chase, and a DUI crash at one party scene. Houston Police Department is investigating a drive-by shooting at a South Houston party that wounded two people early Sunday morning. Houston Police Department received reports of a shooting around 12.15 in the morning when they arrived at 400 Vera Lou Street. They found a man and woman who had been shot. Both victims were taken to the hospital and are expected, and are expected to be recovered. A suspect fired shots from a car at a crowd during a house party, police say. In the aftermath of the shooting, police spotted a suspicious vehicle and attempted to stop it. Police say the car sped off causing a chase that ended in a collision. After the crash, two men were taken into custody and no one was injured. In addition, Houston Police Department says someone drive away from the party, believed to be intoxicated, was involved in another crash. They were detained as well, all right? So this always happens in Houston, Texas and other places. I'm about to, I'm gonna check on Houston real quick to see if there's more chibachery news and stuff like that. But you always got to have a designated driver when you go into a party. Me, for instance, I catch public transportation or I Uber my ass home. Nine out of 10, if I know I'm finna drink, I'm not driving, period. Somebody else is driving. And I make that loud and clear before I even go to the party. I'm just keeping it G. I'm not driving drunk. I'm just not doing that. That's a risk. You're taking a high risk, all right? Especially you young people. You think that you Superman because you could drive. Oh, when I'm drunk, I drive even better. That's what I always hear from a drunk driver, all right? Let's keep it moving. Let's keep all right, Philadelphia weekend violence. <clears throat> Five killed as at least eight shootings break out across the city. Okay, so Philadelphia, another weekend began with violence in Philadelphia with three people shot and killed in three and a half hours in Saturday. As the deadly shootings continue on to Sunday, Sunday morning, excuse me. All right, the weekend's first shooting saw a 37-year-old man turn up at Einstein Medical Center, suffering from a gunshot wound to the hand around one in the morning. The morning took a deadlier turn when the 54-year-old man in East Germantown was shot and killed around seven in the morning within about two hours. 
A 33-year-old man was shot in the neck and killed in North Philadelphia. You see? Police were called to Mill Creek around 9.15 in the morning on a domestic call where a 58-year-old woman was found stabbed with stab wounds to the right side of her body. She is listed as in stable condition at a local hospital. A person was arrested and a weapon was recovered in that particular incident. Police were back in East Germantown around 9.30 in the morning searching for the killer of a 45-year-old woman found shot to death inside of a home. All right. The afternoon began with a 26-year-old man who, shot, who was shot multiple times and killed in West Oaks Lane. Then a 14-year-old boy was injured after someone shot nearly 30 bullets at a home in Germantown. The boy was shot in the leg and hospitalized. Saturday ended with another homicide on Organs, Organ Streets. All right. As Sunday started with a deadly shooting in North Philadelphia, police say two men were killed after being shot multiple times throughout the body. Active investigators are being carried out by detectives across Philadelphia for all eight shootings. All right. <clears throat> now, let me tell you this. When you drinking and you sipping and you got that goddamn pig poker or that doggone 45 caliber sitting in your waistline and you sipping that Crown Royal or that Hennessy, that Hindu, and you just got Adamasi inside of you, you got this anger just building up inside of you, somebody owes you money, somebody playing with your emotions, and you're sipping on that Hindu, that Hennessy, it's going to make you act stupid. It's going to make you act crazy. Then it's just that pressure, that pressure that's building inside of those pipes inside of your brain. It's just going to combust and explode. Bam! And then your ass go out there and do something stupid. All right? I used to drink a lot. Not a lot. I can't say I drank a lot. I drank, uh... Like, back in the day when I was, like, 23 years old, I probably drank Monday, took a break Tuesday, Wednesday, then drink again Thursday, and then take a break Friday, Saturday, go out and drink again. That's how I used to drink, which is bad. If one of y'all drinking like that, you need to find help, all right? Now, I don't even, I rarely drink. I don't mess around with drinking. I try to stop smoking weed. I, I rarely smoke weed. I don't smoke weed like that. All right, I smoke maybe once or twice a month. The most I probably smoke is three times a month. But I'm trying to calm down with smoking because I enjoy my sobriety. You know, things get done when I'm sober. A lot of things, I accomplish a lot of things when I'm sober, a lot. So much things I accomplish when I'm with my sobriety, all right? That should be a lesson to all of y'all that's listening. You don't need to be drinking anything, all right? If you drink it, that means you are trying to suppress something that's hurting you inside, all right? The best thing to do is deal with bothering you, all right? Or if you can't find a job, if you have problems with your girlfriend, if you have a death in the family, if you lost your job or car, I already said that in the beginning, your car is fucked up and, and, and your girl is bothering you because you don't, you cannot produce enough finances to meet her happiness and shit like that. You don't need to be drinking. You need to deal with the issues at hand. All right.
Let's keep it moving on. Some other chibachery news. Yes, sir. All right. Convicted teen shot up uh, shot up a house of minors who didn't want to be a part of their crime. Prosecutors saying. Warner Robbins, Georgia, a 19-year-old from Bonaire, has learned his sentence after being convicted for a crime he committed at 17 years old. Eric Chauncey Hardy, Jr., was tried in the Superior Court of Houston County, where he was found guilty on three counts of aggravated assault after a five-day jury trial. Prosecutors argued that Hardy and his co-defendant, Jordan Hamilton, went to a home in Warner Robbins, on May 3rd, 2022, to try and get multiple juvenile victims who lived there to join them in a robbery. When the minors rejected the invitation, prosecutors said Hardy and Hamilton entered the house with a loaded handgun and an extended clip. One of the victims pulled out his own handgun and the two groups entered to a shootout. They got into a shootout. All right, so Hardy was shot in the face. He was the only person injured in the shooting. Warner Robbins, police say, Hardy and Hamilton did, then fled the scene and were confronted by law enforcement at a nearby business. They said the two lied about their involvement in the shooting and claimed they were victims of a drive-by. However, the, ju the juvenile victim who shot Hardy turned himself and his handgun into the police and fully cooperated with the investigation. Hamilton also admitted, admitted he was involved and he pleaded guilty prior to the trial. Hardy was sentenced to 40 years. The first 16 will be served in prison and the remaining 24 will be served on probation. Simply put, there are consequences simply stated that's how i'm going to say it. there are consequences for actions district attorney william m kendall stated now the defendant in this case will spend his 20s in prison calculating the cost of his actions all right um this one is a conviction this happened in 2022 young boy he was trying to get some kids to um, participate in his chibachery of crime spree, but they refused. He got mad, walked him, walked up into his house, and um, he had a, one of them had an extended clip. It was two of them. It was Hardy, and there was another kid named Hamilton. So one of them had an extended clip, and got into a shootout with these kids. Now these are children. Now children with handguns shooting at each other like it's the wild wild west like wow america wow you just don't give a damn this is what you built your constitution on all right but nobody doesn't feel ashamed because that's just how it is and then you have multiple laws in place that oppress certain groups of people do you understand that does that make any type of sense to you i hope it does but if it don't, shame on you, legislators. Shame on you. Should I do some more news? Let me see. Because I'm already tired. I don't want to do no more. And plus, I'm finna move around, too. I told you I'm not going to do too many um, episodes. At least, I do, at least I do one or two every day. At least. You see what I'm saying? And I don't have to go so hard. I really don't have to go too hard. There's no need for me to go hard anymore. There's no need. 
because I already solidified. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to see if there's any more to go before I uh, before I close this down. Uh, Atlanta City leaders address overcrowding at Fulton County Jail. Nope. Let me see what I was. Two drivers dead at Nope. I don't really do too much accident reports. Um, Snellville daycare employee arrested on child abuse charges. I'm sick of reporting on child abuse charges because that's all you see. And it disgusts me. All right. And then Ken Paxton acquitted on all articles of impeachment in the historic trial. I ain't reported that one bit. I could have reported it over the last couple of weeks. I could have did it, but I chose not to do it. All right. But he's acquitted of the impeachment. All right. He was in trial for like more than a month. I think way more than a month, probably two months, probably more than two months, because when I think about it, it was going on for a while. But I'm going to just end this one right here. I'm going to end it short. Hopefully I get to do a segment tonight before a Sunday is over with. So this is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud, all right? Subscribe to my uh Instagram, I'm going to say it like that this time, all right? So subscribe to my Instagram, which is Box Benji. You don't have to subscribe, just follow me on Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, all right? You type that in the search engine and you will find your man, yes sir. And then you can follow me at TikTok. That's Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B as in Bob, ladies and gentlemen. B as in Bob, all right? B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. I'm going to holler at you people later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace.